May I speak in the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. A nation in crisis, the people fearful and discouraged. Both of our readings this evening seek to galvanize the listener with the hope of a future transformed by God's purposes being fulfilled on earth. An end to injustice and oppression. The healing of the nations. The renewal of the earth. And the restoration of God's partnership with humanity. It's a reminder to all of us to keep our eyes on the prize, to remember to keep the main thing, the main thing, and not to be thrown off course by the obstacles and challenges that inevitably face us, some self-afflicted. Of course, the words of the prophet Isaiah sought to remind the people that before anything else, they needed to be right with God. Not perfect, not pious, not pretending, but prepared. Prepared to face God honestly as themselves, warts and all. That's the meaning of confession. An honest recognition of who we are, what we've done, and perhaps for all our good intentions, what we haven't done. We confess freely because we address a God of grace who forgives us and seeks our healing and our well-being. The prophet Jeremiah wrote to his people who were struggling to see any hope in exile in Babylon, the words given to him by God. Seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. I wonder what that peace and prospering would look like in our boroughs and localities. By God's standards, we are judged by the extent to which we care for the weakest and the most vulnerable. By the welcome and shelter we provide for the stranger and the destitute. For the way in which we nurture, protect and inspire our children and young people. And for the way in which we acknowledge and serve a vision and purpose 
beyond our own immediate desires and self-interest. Fulfilling that vision, as well as satisfying an increasingly skeptical people, can be exhausting and debilitating. But if we are faithful to God's purposes, God will be faithful to us. If we are prepared to be honest and to tell people the truth, then we will receive the peace and the assurance of God. That's a peace that the Bible tells us passes all understanding and for which we could never pay for or afford. It's a gift, freely given by the God who loves us and who wants us to thrive. Our New Testament reading from the book of Hebrews, read to us by the Lord Mayor, is a word of encouragement given to a people who were struggling to keep faith in what they believed when engulfed in suffering and beset by self-doubt and opposition, both within and without. Do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. In other words, don't let go of what you know to be true. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. As canon of interfaith relations here at St Paul's and with a remit across the Diocese of London, I have the privilege of witnessing the work and the fruit of people of faith who were inspired by a vision beyond the short term, the popular and the expedient. We have riches in our faith communities that remain secret treasures and untapped resources. Unlock them and we can release untold energy and endeavour. London needs a vision for the flourishing of all its people like never before. The most dynamic multi-ethnic city on earth can be a beacon of mutual thriving, of creative engagement between the civic square and the sacred spaces of commerce and community, of the environment and enterprise. As Jesus said, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. But we need to pray for God's heart for the city. 
for God's vision for a reimagined London. If we can focus our eyes on that divinely inspired picture, then we can know the truth of which the writer of the book of Hebrews testifies. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Amen.